a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah... Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Greg Andreessen at the National Patriot and Diane Sorry at the Patriot Factor. It's the 25th of July, Tuesday night. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig, and I hate Skype. We folks, we have had <laughs> Skype issues uh, just just in the last fifteen minutes trying to get ourselves on the air. Uh, the uh, The geniuses over at Skype seem to keep fixing things that aren't broken. Exactly, <laughs> and this time they have taken away the three bars that you go to when you have to address. Um, Sort of fix your Skype settings. Right. You know, like change your tone, your volume, your pitch, whatever. Well, the three bars that you normally use now are totally gone. And now you have to click on your picture that's in the upper left-hand corner to get to the the menu that gives you settings. Yeah, and then you got to go through that whole menu to find the audio. It used Crazy. to be just the three little... Yeah. The three little lines. Yeah, what was wrong with that? I don't know why. It was too easy, and they have to justify their jobs, I guess. Well, folks, it's a red-letter day uh, in the world today, and we start with breaking news. Joe Biden has cured cancer. Oh, has he? <laughs> now, I, 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 you know, you know me, I'm cynical, so I'm somewhat yes. skeptical. But he did say from the White House today that he has cured cancer. The direct quote was, we have ended cancer as we know it. Now, how could that be when he is a cancer on America? Well, listen, the reason I'm so excited about the possibility is that on the off chance that he's not lying, and trust me, it's a real off chance, but... On the off chance that he's not lying, does that mean we no longer have to listen to Camp Lejeune water commercials? Ah, uh, yeah, but that's, you know, I understand what you're saying, and it's funny. But that is so pathetic that our government knew literally for decades that that water was tainted. And so many, so many people have gotten cancer because of it and and i understand that and obviously i sympathize with them you know but every five minutes on television you know were you at camp lejeune from this year to this year 
I mean, pretty much anybody that was there probably knows about it already, don't they? I would think so. You know, I but would think so. But the the best news: Joe Biden cured cancer. He said so from the White House today. Gee, I wish I heard that because we know that that's more BS or more simply his delusions. I think it's probably more the latter, but yeah. Yeah, you know. Joe Biden cured cancer. Mm-hmm. Then He's, how come it's not all over the news now? If there was a cure for cancer, a definitive cure for cancer, every station would re- be reporting on it almost nonstop. Diane, Joe Biden said so. That's all you need well, to know. Well, Joe <laughs> Just, Biden can, you know, stick uh, it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I just report the news. I don't make the news. And he and, does. Yeah. Well, he makes, he makes crap up daily. Right. Exactly. You know, look, we've got a great show coming up for you tonight. Diane, you're covering one of my favorite titles of yours of all times. Yeah. <laughs> go, go away, Obama. Please just go away. And I mean it. <laughs> I just I just love that title. Now, I'm covering I'm just covering a very serious topic tonight. Uh booger sugar lies and common sense. Well, there's no common sense coming from the left side, so it's quite funny the article. You know, I mean, look, I I go through this whole cocaine gate thing uh and and pick it apart. Is, is what I'm doing tonight. So. Right. So we got that coming. Now, let's start with quick hitters tonight. And this has been all over the news. I don't know what it is about you people down there in Florida. Okay. But apparently you are on the wrong side of history again. Because the new school curriculum for black studies in public schools... Mm-hmm. It includes a, a, a few words regarding the fact that while enslaved, and nobody is saying that slavery was anything but a gross atrocity. Right. While enslaved, some slaves managed to gain skills that were to their own benefit. Right. The actual quote that is in Florida is slaves, certain slaves, develop skills which in some instances, excuse me, could be applied to their personal benefit. Now, that's true. It is true. I mean, when, when slaves were working on plantations or farms or wherever they were working, Certain slaves did certain jobs, and they became very proficient at those jobs. Now, some slaves used those jobs and any income from those jobs to either buy their own freedom or buy freedom for members of their family. And certainly, when slavery ended, those slaves that had specific jobs and had learned to do them well used that to their benefit once they were free people. Yes, and what they were also talking about, it wasn't just the manual skills, 
but they were also referencing the skills, the uh, slaves, I'm sorry, the slaves that were able to learn to read and write. Right, read and write, and get work an with education. numbers. Right. I mean... There's nothing wrong with that line. What's wrong is no matter what happens in Florida, no matter what good happens in Florida, the left will always condemn Florida for a very simple reason. Florida, Florida under Governor DeSantis works. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Dr. William and Allen. The, uh, the rest of the country's Democrat, you know, states don't work. Dr. William Allen, he is a noted, uh, a very well-known black historian and, and yes. black educator. He is one of the two people that helped write this section of the curriculum. Exactly. And if anybody knows, it would be somebody like Dr. William Allen. Now, Dr. William Allen has been standing up for this curriculum for the past several days since Kamala Harris and other liberals and liberals in the media attacked it as pure racism, you know, to say that, right. that you know, People benefited from slavery. Well, that's not what it says, but that's what the liberals are claiming that it says. You know, just like they, they claim right. that other bill was the don't say gay bill, they're claiming that this says black people benefited from slavery. No, that's not what it says. And you'd be a damn fool to believe that any skills learned by slaves was not to their benefit when slavery ended. Yeah, and not only did he help write this, but uh, Dr. Allen is a descendant, a direct descendant of slaves, and he's the former chairman of the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. You and think a guy he like doesn't that. find it. What? Yeah, I, I would say you would think a guy like that might know what he's talking about. Yeah. I mean, Kamala Harris, number one, is a flaming idiot. She doesn't know what she says. Nothing she says really makes any sense. And she butts into things that she has no business butting into. And the reason she does it is because she's useless. Well, there is that. What, what has this woman done as vice president? Seriously, not a thing. Nothing. Nothing. But it gets the heat off of her for not fixing the border. Right. And you now know? she's going to be the head of AI? <laughs> yeah, give me a break, right? Someone with no intelligence is the head of artificial intelligence. <laughs> this this <laughs> whole thing about this, this curriculum down in Florida is so ridiculous. It is, it is yeah. so patently ridiculous what what liberals and let me decipher in, in just about a minute here let me decipher what the liberals are saying about black people when they say well there's no way they benefited from slavery what they're saying is that no black person was smart enough to learn anything right and it's certainly not smart yeah and certainly not smart enough to learn a usable skill that's what that's what they're saying, right. and black people should be appalled by the lies that the the media and Harris are saying about this one sentence 
in the curriculum. Right. And how he countered it, how Dr. Allen countered it. He said, and this is a quote, it was never said that slavery was beneficial to Africans. What was said, and anyone who reads this will see this with clarity, it is the case that Africans proved resourceful, resilient, and adaptive, and were able to develop skills and aptitudes which served to their benefit both while enslaved and after enslavement. I mean, if you didn't have a skill, you were pretty useless. Okay? Whether and you were black, white, purple, and pink, if you don't have a skill in something, you're pretty useless. I don't know about the purple people, but... Oh, yeah, the ones from your planet. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, we've done okay without skills for eons. But, you know, this, this whole thing, this whole liberal narrative uh, on that point in the curriculum is 100% crap. And Dr. William Allen yes. knows it, and that's why he's standing up and defending it. So good for him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Diane, your favorite person on the planet, Karine Jean-Pierre. Uh, has tried to shift the goalposts regarding Joe's business dealings with Hunter. You know, for months and years, Jean-Pierre stood there at that podium. He absolutely never had a conversation with Hunter Biden about business, period. Now she's kind of changing her tune. Yes. Yes, she is. And why Craig keeps saying she's my favorite person is because I call her Medusa because I don't think that woman has ever met a hairbrush or a comb. Anyway. That it was by accident. Yeah. Yeah. And um, basically what is happening here is more and more people are coming forward to corroborate certain things relating to Biden and his son about the business dealings with uh, Brasima, Ukraine, China, etc. And, you know, first it was, well, Biden had nothing to do with it. Daddy Biden had nothing to do with it. Then it was, well, he knew but didn't say anything. Now it's coming more and more that he was directly involved in some of the deals, absolutely directly involved in some of the deals and we're going to find out more next week on monday and we'll be talking about this come next tuesday but uh, mm -hmm. this coming monday devin archer hunter biden's business partner is going to be under oath in front of the house committee yes and it's already been leaked out some of the things that he's going to say and it is a direct implication of joe biden being directly involved in the business dealings. Well, that's why um, McCarthy is kind of getting things ready for impeachment. Yeah, isn't that strange? I mean, we haven't heard a peep from McCarthy about impeachment up until today. Right. You know, now yeah. he's pretty much saying, yeah, it's on the table and we're starting to get the ducks lined up. Yeah, and they're not lining up in Biden's favor at all. But again, with the impeachment, we got the problem with the Senate. You got the problem with the Senate, and even if that's not a problem, we got the Kamala Harris problem. 
Oh God, she I is know. such a. I know it's it's, yeah. it's a vicious circle, isn't it? Very, very much. And uh, let's put it this way: November twenty twenty four cannot come fast enough. You know, this whole thing, this whole business dealing and the bribery scandal, that bribery scandal's heating up, too. I don't care that the mainstream media doesn't want to cover it, and I don't care that they're covering Joe Biden's ass, you know, having to deal with it, but those numbers are there. The The numbers are in the bank accounts that have already been found. Uh, there, there's emails. There's a paper trail uh, regarding that, that deal. And um, five million to Hunter, five million to Joe, and that thing is not going away. Right. Well, you know, uh, Miranda Devine, she's a New York Post columnist. She kind of summed it up in a nutshell, and she said, "So we've gone from quote I have never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings end quote to quote." The president was never in business with his son, end quote. Big difference. Soon they will be parsing the meaning of in business. Well, look, you can't convince me after everything that we know now that he wasn't in business with Hunter Biden because he was getting a cut of all the the riches. Yes, yes. And I'm going to say something that I have said since the very beginning. And I'll say it in this way. It's my opinion to protect me from any liabilities whatsoever. It is my opinion. It is my belief alone that Obama was also getting a cut of the action. It's hard to dismiss that. Right. I mean, it just is. Um, Right. You know, Biden was the VP at the time. Biden was making these deals, wheeling and dealing with Burisma and China and and, uh, all these other entities and all these other countries and reaping the benefits. 10% for the big guy. Remember that. Right. And you got this $5 million bribe that went directly into Joe's pot. Well, not directly because they, they tried to launder it through some of these 20-some-odd different shell corporation LLCs. Right. Okay, but $5 million to one Biden, $5 million to the other Biden. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't tell me he wasn't in business. Come on. Of the course big question, he was. The big question is, and, and this is the one that I would love to, to hear the answer to, if, it, if the business wasn't um, pay-to-play, what business were they in? How about the business of treason? Yeah. I mean, pay to play, treason, you call it what you will. You know, influence peddling, you know, you could call it that too. But if those things weren't the business, what was the business? What good or service did any of these Bidens that, that are getting paid off what good or service did they provide to anybody? Nothing. Nothing. Zip. You know, yeah. and that's and that's the problem. They've got twenty different LLC shell corporations set up for the only 
purpose of laundering money. Mm-hmm. And they had millions, tens of millions of dollars flowing through those accounts and then getting disseminated to at least nine different members of the Biden family. Right. The Biden family crime syndicate. So if influence peddling, treason, selling out our country, if those weren't, if that wasn't the business plan, if that wasn't the foundation of the business, what was it? Well, also, they're greedy. They wanted money. Money, money, money. The more they can get their hands on, the more they can buy, use your air quotes, the more they could buy off lawyers to get them off of the charges while keeping their newly, you know, found huge bank accounts. Funny you should mention the attorneys. Did you mm-hmm. see? Did you guys see that picture of Hunter Biden's attorney on the balcony smoking out of a giant bong? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> now, according to the story, Hunter Biden was inside while his attorney was out on the balcony smoking this bong. So my question then becomes, what the hell was going on inside that this guy felt that he needed to get outside to get away from it? Uh... Off the top of my head, I'd say maybe some two-sums, three-sums, four-sums, <laughs> you name it. I Pick think it was party time. You know, I mean, my God. Well, and then, you know, we've got this this uh, text message back and forth with the Chinese where Hunter was saying, you know, I'm sitting here next to my dad and you promised us money and where is it? Right. Right. And of course, the liberal media and, uh, you know, the the insiders at the White House are all saying, well, you know, that doesn't prove anything. I mean, you you don't even know, uh, you know, if if Joe was actually sitting next to him when he was sending those texts. Maybe Hunter was just blowing off smoke. Right. Well, then comes the picture of Hunter in daddy's Corvette convertible with two hookers taken the very day that text was sent. Yeah, there's too much, um, uh, how, how do you say it? There's too much incriminating evidence to be ignored. You can make excuses for one or two things. You know, even though we know the excuses are lies, you can pass off maybe one or two things. But certain things are so obvious. It's like hitting someone in the head with a brick. You've obviously hit someone in the head with a brick. But the media, the fault here lies with the media because they give the Bidens a free pass for everything, which leads you to believe, yes, we know the media is in the pocket of the Democrats. Right. But here right. we're beginning to amass proof that the media very well might be paid off. You, you can't. What they're doing. You can't dismiss anything at this point. No, you, know, you, you can't. Can, you can sweep an elephant under the carpet, but people are going to know there's something big under the carpet. But the problem is, wait, Craig, we have a problem here. The problem is the powers that be on our side, we can't be the only ones that surmise these things. 
the powers that be have to have the same feelings that we're having. Yet they do nothing about it. I know. It's frustrating as hell. It makes me want to take a cold shower. Yeah. And yeah. luckily... It makes that, me that, want to wash down in Lysol. You know, luckily, you know, it's, cold showers may be all we get from here on out, too. Oh, yeah. How do you like that one? The Biden administration is now coming after your water heaters. Yeah, that's what they think. By... 2029, they want to do a regulatory proposal that cuts back on our regular electric-powered, basically, water heaters. And this is, this is absolutely ridiculous. They, they take away the stoves. They take away the microwaves. They take away the washers. They, now the pizza ovens. Now they want our water heaters too. Pretty soon, you know, we'll be living in caves with uh, clubs. Yeah, but they won't like that either because then people will be starting fires. True. And fires yeah. might cause, you know, carbon emissions. Right. So, so then they'll come up with the regulation, you can't have a fire. Yeah. I mean, water yeah, heaters, I, really? I mean, look. Yeah. You know, if you go to what they want to do, not me, what they want to do is go to all wind and all solar, right? Right. Well, if it's not windy on a cloudy day, what, 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 how are you going to power anything in your house? Well, not only that, okay, I don't know about you, but most people people's water heaters some people have those new ones that sit on the wall but most people's water heaters are self-contained units they're right. closed units please tell me how that gives off carbon well i don't know i mean i don't know it I, doesn't it's a self-contained recirculating unit but, but, you know, what they're saying maybe is that, well, water heaters use too much electricity, so we're going to cut back on them. What? I mean, how do you do that? Literally, how do you do that? You, how do you cut back on a self-contained unit? Well, you, you, can, you can try and make them more efficient, but I think, I think water heaters are pretty damned efficient now. You know, especially so compared too. to what they were 30, 40 years ago. Okay? Right. But you still, got, you, you still got to power them up in order to get exactly. hot water. Exactly. And if you want continuous hot water, you cannot depend on a little windmill going round and round or the sun being out all the time. And yet... Biden is saying it will save about $11 billion a year. For who? Not yeah. for the people using it. $11 billion for the government so they can funnel it to the illegals? Yeah, something's you know, wrong there. This is insanity. They haven't, really? met, they haven't met an appliance they like yet. They're not going to quit until we can't make toast. Right. 
Right. And I mean, this this is just just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. In gas fired water heaters, you know, they get their their what they call efficiency gains through condensing technology. Right. We've we've already streamlined them and improved them. But I still go back to how is a self-contained unit giving off carbon emissions? Well, no. I mean, I seriously, I have no idea. But there's no, you know, like a car has an exhaust pipe, and they use that as an excuse. The last time I looked, my water heater doesn't have an exhaust pipe. I would hope not. <laughs> that, that might be a, that might be an issue if you got one of those. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, this is this is just more foolishness uh, from the Obama regime or Obama. Well, it should be the Obama regime. It's his it, third it's term. It's the Obama. It's the Obama regime. You know, courtesy of Obama's puppet biden yeah i mean so uh gird your loins and guard your water heaters folks joe's coming for him yeah <laughs> that's just what it Sad, is isn't it? hey we've made mm-hmm. it to the bottom of the hour that means the end of the first segment we still have two segments to go 30 minutes from now i'm talking about bugger sugar lies and common sense but when we come back from the bottom of the hour break diane has it with Go away, Obama. Please just go away. (laughs) Love the title. Stay with us, folks. There's more to come on Right Side Patriots after this. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com.
Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot and Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. If you miss any part of tonight's show, go to RSPRadio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button, and have at it. All right. Back from vacation. You know, we've been talking, you know, in the first segment tonight about Obama's third term via the puppet Joe Biden, right? And this Mm -hmm. was something you got to thinking about and decided to put together uh, an op-ed on it. Go away, Obama. Please just go away. Right, and let's start by saying, since his term limited out forced retirement from politics, retirement being but a veiled word as he remains intimately involved being Joe Biden's puppet master, Barack Hussein Obama has spent his time stroking his ego by heralding both himself and his ever-divisive presidency. Narcissism surely runs deep in this one, so deep in fact that he cannot be bothered by what seems to him to be today's seemingly mundane concerns of we the American people. But really, why would Obama even bother with our concerns? For if not for him and his divisively anti-American hate-filled policies and rhetoric, most of the concerns we currently face would not even be an issue. Concerns like putting food on the table, gas in our cars, let alone finding and paying for housing that does not drain most people's bank accounts and affordable health care as well. Simple, everyday concerns that the anointed one need not worry about with his having a 11 $0.5 million home on Martha's Vineyard, a soon-to-be-completed multi-million dollar beach home in Hawaii, and an $8.1 million mansion in the uber-ritzy Calamora neighborhood of Washington, D.C. Becoming America's first supposed black president, he's mixed race, actually, sure helped add to Obama's ever-growing real estate portfolio. Now, didn't it? And in this, Obama's and Michelle's fragrant and quite obnoxious, I'm better off than you are attitude that he relishes throwing in we the people's faces every chance he gets. What with his homes like this, his $11.75 million Martha's Vineyard home being featured in the likes of House and Garden and other such design magazines, sort of like throwing salt in the wounds of homeless Americans, including those who wore our nation's uniform, now being forced to live on the streets and who are also in need of proper medical care. Simply, Obama is the man whose fundamental transformation of America is sadly now not that far off from completion, what with Joe Biden continuing to merrily dance on his puppet pull strings. An influence peddler bar none, Obama is actually one of the most divisive and hateful of all our presidents, a master at the art of turning every and anything into a racially based partisan-driven political issue and hence attack, 
Obama was the man who laid the groundwork for almost all the attacks on President Trump as but revenge for Hillary's loss, thus denying him his time chosen, yet constitutionally disallowed, third term in office. And Craig, while Hillary might have been a bit harder for Obama to control than is Joe Biden, he is furious that Biden's puppet dance gets routinely tripped up no matter how many strings nor how tight he pulls them, for Biden cannot get the socialist message out without making a bumbling fool of himself. Isn't that the truth? You know, mm-hmm. look, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time. And certain truths are bound to float to the surface, correct? Correct. And it's this alone that exposes the truth that Joe Biden is not now, nor has he ever been, the one running either the so-called D.C. political show, nor our country as well. And it's Joe Biden's ineptitude that has left Obama with no other choice but to occasionally step out of the shadows and outwardly play to his still blindly following masses making dangerous statements in his own right, or at the very least trying hard to maneuver the public discords towards favoring the viewpoint of the far left, Obama is counting on what he perceives to be the willingness of the masses to ignore the truth, a truth they dare not be allowed to accept. An example of Obama's not long ago emerging from the shadows heralds back to when he helped push forward what was once known as fake news, a term that in time morphed into misinformation. And while both terms were and still are being used interchangeably to silence and suppress our Republican and conservative voices, and that while after President Trump was elected. Obama spent weeks talking about how misinformation was the reasons for the Democrats' loss. He gladly has stepped back into the Democrat-initiated misinformation discourse when in a recent audio interview with podcast host David Axelrod, a well-known Democrat loyalist, Obama gladly focused on what he believed to be the dangers or lack thereof of our country moving forward with AI intelligence. Calling for the implementation of digital fingerprints as a mandatory online requirement to help in the continuing fight against misinformation, Obama stated that it's the government, the federal government, who must track and identify those who spread so-called misinformation, and that the tracing of photos and videos would help in fighting the spread of what he referred to as deep flakes. Really, Obama? We the people need more government interference in our lives? I surely think not. But why these words? Because according to Obama, it's so that we public will know what is true and what is not true regarding the discourse of the upcoming 2024 election. Translation in real speak, so that the public will know his truths and act accordingly, saying that unless we allow said tracing, 
as the technology already exists, that all the problems we had with misinformation before, but the next election cycle will be worse. Do speak a monicum of truth regarding the election process itself actually being worse, but, Craig, with Obama's worse, not in any way being our truth. You know, a lot of people think that this digital fingerprint thing of what Obama's talking about here is more Big Brother stuff, more regulations, more government control over our lives. But there is something else that's more than likely involved in this that goes way beyond the George Orwell and Orwellian Big Brother scenario, right? Right. Well, basically, how so? You have to understand that tracing technology already does exist. Both Microsoft and Adobe have had for some time been working on this. But the actual problem with the 2024 election has absolutely nothing to do with misinformation, but everything to do with what, in my opinion, will continue to be his and the Democrats' initiated voter fraud scenarios. Simply, voter fraud as in a 2020 reboot but worse, much worse, as in still no ID required, illegals still voting who should not be voting, the dead still voting, of course, early voting shenanigans continuing with ballots showing up in the middle of the night, voting machine tampering with ballots and tabulation, anything but miscounts, you name it, and it will surely happen again. And why so? Because the Democrats simply cannot allow a Republican, any Republican, to retake the White House in 2024. And will do any and everything necessary to see that does not happen. But what's worse is the fact that the Republican hierarchy knows this. But for whatever reason, they have yet to do anything of substance about it. Even after hearing Obama's foretelling words that misinformation can be weaponized to discourage voter participation by portraying the election system as rigged and corrupt. The very something the Democrats, not the Republicans, I believe, did in 2020 and will most assuredly do again in 2024, this time probably tenfold. So why then is House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell seemingly, at least on the surface, still operating with their eyes wide shut? One possibility that comes to my mind has to do with the fact that while they and other top Republican leaders know well that both the liberal-controlled media and the Obama-loyalist Democrat hierarchy are pushing most still somewhat silently, for Donald J. Trump to get the Republican nomination, they also know that there is literally not enough time to repair all the voter irregularities, read ongoing fraud here, still rife within our current election system. And Craig, they also know that this lack of tangible time alone will allow Joe Biden to win his rematch with Trump by even more so than his win, use your air quotes, in 2020. And please, again, 
air quotes for the word win. You know, every time there's a clandestine operation afoot, every time there's a con job being pulled, right? The people pulling the con always try to float trial balloons to find out just how much they can get away with. There's always dry runs to see how much further they might be able to push it, right? Isn't that the case with what we're seeing here? I mean, was there a dry run? Was there a trial balloon set up for what's to come in 2024? Absolutely, and quite simply, 2020 was what I believe to be with the Democrats' successful laying of the foundation for their retaking of power for generations to come. Just like a mother lioness will protect her cubs with her own life if need be, Obama must now channel his inner lioness as payback for Hillary's losing to Trump in 2016, thus disrupting what was the Soros-determined time frame for the fundamental transformation of America's completion to have taken place. Remember, even those with unlimited wealth do get a bit testy when it's their money being spent, and election fixing does not come cheaply, especially when said fixing results in both an unforeseen and unprepared for election loss. Simply, Obama and his minions, with the help of Soros's pocketbook, will do and say any and everything possible to both regain and hold on to the reins of power in 2024 and beyond. And they are smart enough to know that the easiest but hardest to prove way to do so is not by the use of physical force, but by their simply fixing the vote. The Republicans surely know this, but seem powerless or largely unwilling to stop it. For time and time again, they not only pick the wrong candidates, but allow narcissism and egos to get in the way of common sense, logic, and tangible solutions that must be taken. Solutions beyond just copying the Democrats' favored ballot harvesting. And now with us facing the time frame known as Agenda 30, just a mere seven years away, followed not too far behind by Agenda 50, Soros is pulling Obama's angry and twisted strings even tighter than ever before as a warning to dare not let his puppet Joe Biden lose the 2024 election. And so it seems that our Republican leaders have now basically written 2024 off, also due to the nasty and ever-growing infighting between not only the candidates themselves, but between their supporters as well. And now apparently pinning their hopes on 2028 instead, all I can say is good luck with that one, because if 2024 is indeed lost, our beloved America as we know and love her, is truly lost as well. Case closed. There's a lot of truth in this particular op-ed. Um, and folks, it's it's under the title of Go Away, Obama. Please just go away. And you can find it in a couple of places. You can go to Diane's blog directly, thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com. Or you could go to rspradio1.com. Either way, you can get the link, and either way, we hope you share it. 
But Diane, I want to go back to something that uh, you said in this segment, and it's in uh, the op-ed. And for anybody out there, and we know there are liberals that listen to this show, and if you think mm-hmm. we're making stuff up, okay, I want you to pay particular attention to this because I don't want this to go by the wayside. This is directly from Diane's op- op-ed. Simply, voter fraud, as in a 2020 reboot, but worse, much worse, as in still no ID required, illegal still voting, who should not be voting, the dead still voting, of course, early voting shenanigans, and it goes on. Notice how the liberals want to use digital fingerprints to track everybody's every move until they get into the voting booth. Then all of a sudden, you can't track anybody. You can't ID anybody because that's election interference. That's voter suppression. Of course it is. Track them hither and yon, day in and day out, 24-7. Make sure you know everything they post. Make sure you know every keystroke, digital fingerprints. You know, come on. If you if you want to do that, then you damn well better track people in the voting booth, too. Right. And the tracking is already going on, Craig. A perfect example is what I told you about yesterday while I was on vacation traveling the country. Anytime I logged into Facebook just to check in on things... I would get a thing from Facebook. We don't recognize this um, IP address. Is this you? They followed me across the country, basically. And how they do that? AI is already in existence, folks. All running in the background. They're not the only ones using it. Yeah, it's all running in the background of everything. You know, I mean, exactly. we, we've seen it for years. If uh, if you go online and you know you're you're let's say you're interested in uh, buying new floor mats for your car, something really okay. mundane, right? So you go online, you're looking for floor mats, you know, and and who makes the best floor mats and everything. Well, then for weeks on end after that, you get bombarded by ads for car floor mats. Because they track what you're looking at, and they think, well, that's what this person is interested in, so let's bombard them with all these ads for floor mats. Right. And yet, anyone can vote with or without ID. Nobody tracks that stuff. No, no, you can't do that. That's voter suppression. Exactly. So... This whole thing is basically ridiculous. There's very simple solutions. Voter ID, photo ID is required for everybody, no matter your party affiliation. They're not trying, I should say, our side really is not trying just to get voter you know, ID and, and photo ID for the other side. It's across the board. Right. Regardless of race, regardless of religion, regardless of everything. Race, nationality, whatever. It's supposed to be 
applicable to everybody across the board fairly. Well, why do Democrats object to something being done fairly? Because they do not operate within a fair world, per se. They operate within a world of lies, cheating, you name it. Well, and that is primarily why they want to do this digital fingerprinting thing. See, they want to accuse everybody else of lying while they have a monopoly on lying. Exactly. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Exactly. They they want to track your every movement because they don't want you to spread misinformation. Well, who gets to decide whether it's misinformation? Okay, I, 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 wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I, I tend to remember somebody, can't place the name right off the top of my head, but I happen to remember somebody who wrote 40-some articles about COVID-19 <laughs> and, and said in almost every one of them that the, the whole vax thing was nothing but BS and that natural immunity was better than the vax and that the government was lying to us about the vax and that you know, little things like the boosters are, are BS, the, you know, get one shot, two shots, three shots, four, five, six, seven shots more, you know, all, all being bullshit. Well, now we're finding out that whoever that person was, and I can't remember that person's name, but whoever <laughs> that person was, was 100% right. But that person, while they were doing it, was being accused of spreading misinformation. Right. Exactly. And this whole thing is just ridiculous, simply because the Democrats cannot allow themselves to lose the reins of power. They lost the House barely. They still hold the Senate. They want to make sure that they hold the presidency again. By hook or crook, and in their case, it's by crook. They will do any and everything to make sure there is a rematch between Trump and Biden because they know with Biden, they can pull their shenanigans. Well, and one of those big, yeah, and one of those big shenanigans is if you dare to speak the truth, they will call you a liar and then track you to the ends of the earth and through the gates of hell. Exactly. I mean, this whole thing is insanity, but what bothers me the most in all of this is that the Republican hierarchy, they know it and they have done nothing yet to address the voter fraud and the elections irregularities. And, and so you got to ask, again, of course. You, you got to ask the obvious question what's in it for them? Now, I'm not saying the Republican hierarchy is on the Democrat side. No, I don't believe they are. But there could be something as simple as the Democrats have something on certain key Republicans. You rock our boat will release something that will totally titanic your side. I mean, it could be that. It it could be the simple fact that people that have been there forever and ever and ever, like Mitch McConnell, 
And I'm not saying that, that you know, he's in on it, but it, it does make you wonder. I mean, if you're, if you're being honest, it makes you wonder, is, is the, the power elite of Washington, D.C., are they engineering right. all of this and people like McConnell who've been part of that power elite for decades and decades, they just go along with it? I mean, something's not right. I mean, obviously, something's not right. Right. I mean, if we can see what's going on, and by we, I mean not just Craig and I, but many, many on our side, if we can see what's going on and we keep telling our elected officials you need to address the, the voting, how we vote, how votes are tabulated, who can vote, and they're still not addressing it? But what not, else are we supposed to believe? Not only are they not addressing it, but they are downplaying it as though it doesn't happen. Right. And, know, I and I think most most of these problems that we're facing started with Obama. Yeah, you can trace it back. I mean... The fundamental transformation of America. Yeah. And that's why I, I just wish he'd go away and stay away. Oh, that he is. is. What? Oh, I was just going to say, that is the title of the op-ed. Go away, Obama. Please just go away. Yeah. I mean, he pops up when you least expect it. Yet he's always present. He's the yeah. shadow that hangs over Biden, pulling his strings. He and Soros. Because Soros pulls Biden's strings. So you've got a chain of command there that gets more dangerous the higher up you go. You know, it pops up when you least expect it, always present. Obama's kind of yeah. like chlamydia. <laughs> just saying. I'm just uh, saying. Folks, go to Diane's blog, thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, or go to rspradio1.com. Either place you can get the link to go away, Obama. Please just go away and spread it everywhere. Um, not not the, the rosiest picture uh, for what's coming up in 2024, but an accurate one. Yeah, and, and it's a shame. It is. It's, it's, it's really a shame. It's a damn shame. Listen, we're going to take the top of the hour break here, and when we come back, the final segment of tonight's show, Booger, Sugar, Lies, and Common Sense. That's a good title, too, when you come right down to it. Oh, it is. Booger, Sugar, Lies, and Common Sense. Folks, stay with us. There's more to come on Right Side Patriots. After this, hey guys, Diane Sorry from the Patriot Factor on the PatriotFactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's longtime Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. 
And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out The National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori getting you through the Tuesday night edition of the show, 25th of July. July's almost over, Diane. I know. And pretty soon, you know, come August 1st, the Christmas decorations will be in all the stores. Oh, yeah, so I got that to look forward to. (laughs) Yes, you do. Good grief. You know, I'm, I'm sick of Christmas already, just the fact that you mentioned it. But you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I know, that's the really sad part of it. Um, folks, i got to tell you, during the break, I did a little research, and I found out who wrote all those COVID articles. It was somebody by the name of Diane Sorry, whoever that is. Yeah, it was very hard researching that. Yeah, uh, whoever, whoever Remember, that is wrote those things, so. Remember, I also brought up two things relating to COVID before anyone else, as far as I know, did. Number one, it was a bioweapon. Right. And hence, we needed an antidote and not a vaccine. And uh, number two, Invermectin. I spoke about Invermectin before anyone else did. And Craig, you and Susan thanked me for that. Susan more than I. Yes, you didn't like the taste. <laughs> oh my God, it was horrible. I mean, it was just—it was just god awful. I'd rather eat Brussels yeah. sprouts. Yeah, but it got you better. Uh, uh, not going to go through that again. All right, so this is the final segment of the show: booger, sugar, lies, and common sense. Now. Here's what we're being told to believe as per the official statement on the investigation of a substance found in the White House published by the U.S. Secret Service Media Relations on July 13th, 2023. Folks, I'm going to read this to you, this entire document to you, word for word. On the evening of July 2nd, officers from the U.S. Secret Service Uniform Division found an unknown substance inside a vestibule leading to the lobby area of the West Executive Avenue entrance to the White House. 
The substance was located inside a receptacle used to temporarily store electronic and personal devices prior to entering the West Wing. Following the discovery, safety closures were implemented around the White House. This response was designed to ensure that the found substance was not a chemical or radiological material that threatened the security of the White House. As such, the substance was field-tested and preliminarily determined not to be a hazardous compound. Testing conducted by the District of Columbia Fire and Emergency Medical Services Department indicated that the found powder tested primarily positive for the presence of cocaine. The substance and packaging were treated as evidence and sent to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security's National Biodefense Analysis and Countermeasures Center, which analyzed the item for any biothreats. Tests conducted at this facility came back negative and gave formal confirmation that the substance was not biological in nature. The substance and packaging underwent further forensic testing. The substance was analyzed for its chemical composition. The packaging was subjected to advanced fingerprint and DNA analysis. Both of these analyses were conducted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation's Crime Laboratory, given their expertise in this area and independence from the investigation. While awaiting the FBI's results, the Secret Service investigation into how this item entered the White House continued. The investigation included a methodical review of security systems and protocols. This review included a backwards examination that spanned several days prior to the discovery of the substance and developed an index of several hundred individuals who may have accessed the area where the substance was found. The focal point of these actions developed a pool of known persons of comparison of forensic evidence gleaned from the FBI's analysis of the substance's packaging. On July 12th, Diane, the Secret Service received the FBI's laboratory results, which did not develop latent fingerprints and insufficient DNA was present for investigative comparisons. Therefore, the Secret Service is not able to compare evidence against the known pool of individuals. The FBI's evaluation of the substance also confirmed that it was cocaine. Well, I know the um, FBI report did include something about how odd it was that there was no surveillance video. I know. Let me let me finish off with this document, the word-for-word reading of this document. There was no surveillance video footage found that provided investigative leads or any other means for investigators to identify who may have deposited the found substance in this area. Without physical evidence, the investigation will not be able to single out a person of interest from the hundreds of individuals who passed through the vestibule where the cocaine was discovered. At this time, the Secret Service's investigation is closed due to a lack of physical evidence. That ends the reading of the document. That's word for word from the official document, and it's 100% crap. 
There is no way they don't know who that cocaine belonged to. We're talking about the most secure residence on earth. We're talking about the Secret Service here, which outside of the Mossad in Israel is the world's leading security force. We're talking about advanced technical security systems that can hear a gnat fart and tell you the color of that gnat's eyes from half a mile away, and nobody can figure out who the cocaine belonged to? Well, allow me to dismantle the load of crap from that official document. Quote, The substance was located inside a receptacle used to temporarily store electronic and personal devices prior to entering the West Wing. Unquote. Are we to believe that there aren't any cameras in that location that can see who puts what into those receptacles? Come on. It's the West Wing, perhaps the most secure part of the most secure residence on the planet. Quote, the substance and packaging were treated as evidence and sent to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security's National Biodefense Analysis and Countermeasure Center, which analyzed the item for any bio threats, unquote. Treated as evidence would mean that everything about that plastic package was preserved better than anything found in Tut's tomb. Quote, the substance and packaging underwent further forensic testing, unquote. Forensic testing of the packaging would, of course, include testing for fingerprints and DNA, of which they claim neither was found. Quote, the packaging was subjected to advanced Fingerprint and DNA analysis, both of these analyses were conducted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation's Crime Laboratory, given their expertise in this area and independence from the investigation, unquote. Diane, advanced fingerprint and DNA analysis means that said analysis was more detailed and more sensitive than any garden variety analysis done by garden variety law enforcement agencies, but... It was conducted by the FBI, which over the past several years has developed expertise in covering up the truth where the Bidens are concerned. Well, that's what this is all about, covering up the truth. We all know who the cocaine belonged to, and I know you're going to get into that. But isn't it odd that no evidence is found? In other words, that would have meant that that bag of cocaine had to be wiped meticulously clean the container had to be wiped clean of fingerprints and there were no cameras to see all this i know i know quote, it's mind-boggling it is quote on july 12th the secret service received the fbi's laboratory results which did not develop latent fingerprints and insufficient DNA was present for in investigative comparisons, unquote. Now then, why would there be no fingerprints or DNA on that little plastic baggie? Either the person who placed the baggie into the cubby was wearing gloves, the packaging was not treated as evidence as we're being told, and had so many people pawing at it that the fingerprints and DNA were compromised, or... It was wiped cleaner than Hillary's server. Of course, they claim there is no video of that particular area, but we're not talking about a camera malfunction here. This is the White House and the West Wing. 
not Epstein's cell. And had the person responsible been wearing gloves so as not to leave fingerprints or DNA on the baggie, security video of the entry into the West Wing in the hallway or anywhere else would have clearly shown that and thus identified anyone of the some 500 or so people who traipsed in and out of there who was wearing gloves in late June or early July. We're being told that in the week leading up to the cocaine discovery, there were some 500 people in and out of the West Wing. And frankly, I find that number hard to believe. The only way to experience a West Wing tour is by invitation from the White House or through a personal connection to the White House through a staffer willing to lead you on an after-hours tour. Are we to believe that roughly 70 people per day in the week leading up to Cocaine Gate were invited to the West Wing or got such an after-hours tour? All White House visitors, including those visiting the West Wing, must submit personal information to the Secret Service, including their Social Security number and date of birth. How about going through those logs and comparing names on the visitor's log to known drug offenders, those who, to whom Coke is something other than a belch-inducing beverage, and Diane may be cross-referencing those names with people known to leave valuable items behind, forgetting where they left them. Very, very strange. But from what I understand, there also is an actual guest list. Okay. Why can't they go through that list name by name by name by name by name and look into the background of each of those persons beyond their social security number and date of birth? Look in and see, okay, this name sounds a little familiar. Maybe they have a criminal record. You know, Maybe they have a drug about, drug record or an, uh, you know driving under the influence record. I mean, this is the FBI. They should have been able to cross-reference every single person who entered the White House that day. Unless, Craig, what they're not telling us is, oops, those lists have been destroyed by mistake. Well, you know, that could be, but, you know, cross-referencing, what a, what a concept, right? Yes. Perhaps somebody on that rather short list has been known to engage in illicit activity over a lengthy period of time, perhaps even engaging with people of questionable morals and who has a habit of taking selfies of said behavior. Perhaps the list of likely suspects could be narrowed down even more by looking into the background information, including who may have been in the West Wing after at least 10 failed rehabs over the past 20 years, <laughs> and who started sniffing booger sugar at the age of 18. I might also suggest looking for someone who managed to get kicked out of the Navy after testing cocaine positive. Maybe, just maybe, the cocaine belonged to someone who has this laundry list of rehab stints followed by relapses. Investigative reporter Paul Sperry found such a record, including 
2003, Crossroads Center, Antigua, 2010, Crossroads, 2014, Tijuana Clinic, 2015, Penn Presbyterian, 2015, Philly Center, 2016, Eastland Institute, 2016, Grace Grove, 2017, Brentwood Center, 2018, Boston Center, 2019, Maryland Center. Maybe, just maybe, the cocaine belonged to somebody who in 2020 checked into the Grace Grove Lifestyle Rehab Center and then checked out a week later. And who, by the way, in 2022 lived across the street from a high-end rehab center. I'm guessing, just guessing, that such a cross-referencing investigation would narrow the list of possible suspects from 500 to maybe less than 20. And for further culling of the list, I would be looking for someone who strode in and out of the West Wing in the days leading to the discovery of that cocaine, who is known far and wide for having the same cocaine dealer for the past 20 years in Washington, D.C. Maybe a dealer known as Rhea, a.k.a. Bicycles, and who actually lived with that dealer for five months. A couple of weeks ago, investigators used a single hair found on a discarded pizza crust and linked that to a hair discovered on a murder victim's body from a decade ago to arrest the Gilgo Beach killer in a case that began in 2010. Unlike the case involving the discovery of cocaine in the White House, the Gilgo Beach killer case investigators never gave up. And Diane, I'm willing to bet good money that had the Secret Service or the FBI allowed a drug-sniffing poodle to give the nasal appraisal to that little plastic bag, that poodle would have immediately sought out Hunter Biden and started humping his leg. But after an exhaustive, exhaustive 10-day thorough investigation, the second most elite security force on the planet And the cover-up experts over at the FBI were completely unable to, quote, single out a person of interest from the hundreds of individuals who passed through the vestibule where the cocaine was discovered, unquote. You know what, Craig? With your reading this, something just hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, really? Oh, really? Here's why. They're not zeroing in on Hunter. Okay. There is a guest list when you go into the White House. You have to be pre-approved, give certain things. Here you have Hunter Biden. As the son of a president, he probably never is required to sign in. Well, that's that's probably true. But he's going to be on video. Again, this is an Epstein cell. Right. He's going to be on video. But, you know, as we know from Epstein, videos tend to disappear. Well, look, have I become so cynical that I believe the Secret Service and the FBI know full well who the cocaine in the White House belonged to, but they just won't tell us so as to cover for Hunter Booger Sugar Biden and the rest of the Biden crime family syndicate? Certainly not. But I do have common sense, and I know how to use it. Yes, you do. 
And we both know, Craig, that we, the people, have been had. You think? You think? I think. So hence, I am cynical. You know, you, you can't. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't believe that in the vestibule where the cubbies are located, where people put their personal items, there's not a video camera in there recording every gnat's eyelash of what goes on. I, I'm sorry. I just can't believe it. Now, you know they, what? I bet there is. But uh, somebody forgot to put in a fresh battery. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and again, I call it bull crap. You know, mm-hmm. uh, on this kind of stuff, they damn, they damn well saw Hunter Biden. They know what cubby it was found in. They can tell what cubby you're putting your stuff in. The video right. would have shown Hunter Biden putting his stuff in that cubby. Exactly. And I mean, you know, now you know they they gave it all they had. They spent ten full days putting their whole mind to it. And yet they couldn't find a shred of evidence. They couldn't find any video. They couldn't find a fingerprint. They couldn't find any DNA. Not a clue out of the 500 people that traipsed in and out of there. Who put something in that cubby? Because they didn't want to know who put it in. They know who put it in, but they didn't want to know. Hence, they do not want us to know because daddy is running for president again. Exactly. I mean, this isn't rocket scientists. You don't have to work no. for SpaceX or NASA to figure this out. No. You know? It's as clear as the nose on everybody's face, you it, know. Well, and, and in Hunter Biden's case, that nose is covered in powder. That nose has probably been destroyed and he can't smell anything by now. You know, I mean, um, and and... Trust me, when I went to illustrate this particular commentary, oof. I know. Did you you want to take a shower, right? I did. You know, all the yeah. pictures came from Hunter's laptop, by the way, folks. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, it's the Biden crime family has really pulled off a coup of sorts. Because we all know they're guilty of so many things, yet they will never be indicted for one of them. That's just it. I mean, like I said, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. You know, can we prove conclusively? Yeah, we could, I think, if if they would let us see the actual video. But we're never going to see that video. No, if that video existed, it's been destroyed. You know... I, I'm just saying, it's this is just another example of if your name's Biden, you get away with everything. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if Donald Trump Jr. would have put a tag from a mattress in one of those cubby holes, they'd have him sent to prison for life. Oh, of course. You know, of course, that goes I mean, without saying. And, and they would be showing as clear as day video of it. Yeah. Well, again, all this goes back, in my opinion, to Obama. Look what he got away with in the White House. Yeah. You know, he had uh, domestic terrorism, terrorists for dinner. Remember BLM? Right, right. Being welcomed into the White House. Right. He told them they were doing uh, a great job. Yeah. 
I mean, this is just, this is the Democrats. This is how they operate. The the worst part of this is it shows a complete, total lack of respect for the people's property. That house belongs to the people, not to the Bidens. Exactly. You know, and you just wonder if, you know, how many lines of cocaine they have found around the West Wing and maybe in, in the Lincoln bedroom over the last couple of years. I could guarantee they've probably found quite a few. Now, with, since this all came out, we did find out, they did admit that they have found marijuana in the White House over the past couple of years, too. And that's the first we're hearing of it? Yes. Yeah, that came out yeah. when this broke, okay? They said, well, it's not the first time drugs have been found in the White House over the last couple of years. We also found marijuana twice. Did they say where they, which part of the White House they found it and who they believe smoked it? No, they did not. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Can't do that. Can't do that because, you know, all roads lead back to Hunter. Well, what's interesting is the words couple of years. Could the grass go back even further? As in... You know, Obama was known to have smoked. No, Diane, no. Obama's lily white, except he's half (laughs) lily white. Well, half of him is. is. Couldn't go all the way back to Bill Clinton. He never inhaled. That's right. (laughs) This is ridiculous. The Democrats have made a mockery of the people's house. they, They have. That that sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue belongs to the people of the of these United States. Doesn't right. belong to any one family, doesn't belong to any one political party. It belongs to the people of these United States. And it shows grand disrespect when you you've got a cokehead son of the person occupying the oval traipsing in and out of there, mistakenly leaving part of his stash behind. I mean, I you know, look, Hunter Hunter went and left his laptop at a repair shop and forgot all about it. Is it really that much of a stretch to believe that he would leave a baggie of cocaine in the vestibule? Really? No. No, it's not a stretch whatsoever. But he'll say, oh, it was planted there. It wasn't me. It's someone who hates my daddy. You know, something along those lines. There is nobody traipsing in and out of the West Wing other than people who are invited to traipse in and out of the West Wing. Therefore, it's got to be somebody friendly to the Bible. Or people that have been living off and on in the West Wing. Yeah, we call that squatting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this whole thing stinks. We know whose cocaine it was. The FBI knows whose cocaine it was. And by not and by them not doing a fair and honest investigation, I don't think this investigation was either fair nor honest. You know what I'm they most, need to be called to task. You know what I'm most disappointed by in this whole thing? Is wow. this is the Secret Service. 
I mean, I can understand, you know, the FBI is in the duck and cover business. They're covering for the Bidens every chance they get. But you you damn well know the Secret Service knows exactly who that cocaine belonged to, and they're not talking either. And and I find that rather distressing. I mean, I I have always thought very highly of the FBI, or I mean of uh, of the Secret Service, as being as nonpartisan as they come when it comes to right. security in the White House, and now they're covering for these idiots too? That's sad. Yeah, no, that's very, very sad. And you have to wonder why. Why are they really covering? Good question. It's not it, It's not because they're so, you know, um, um, so, I don't know, thrilled with the Bidens. It cannot be that. No, it can't be. Folks, you, you can know, get enamored this. enamored of the Bidens. You can get this co- uh, commentary, Bugger, Sugar, Lies, and Common Sense, in two places. You can go to my blog at, <clears throat> excuse me, thenationalpatriot.com, or you can go to rspradio1.com. Either way, you get the link and share it everywhere. Mm-hmm. With that, Diane, yeah. we've run out of time. Yes, we have. And with that, I'll say nighty-night, folks. Good night, everybody. Have a great rest of the week. We'll catch up with you again on Friday. Bye-bye.